Hey everybody, we are back for another episode of the Alfie Wattam Technology Podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by two heads of software development and engineering that have actually been on the podcast before. Um, I will give them both an opportunity to, to introduce themselves. Um, Adrian, do you want to kick us off? Tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what your background is, please. Um, so I come from a very technical background. Uh, I'm currently a software development manager in IBM. I used to be a developer, then a system tester, and a performance engineer. Um, and I recently, six months ago, moved into a software development management role uh, at IBM Hersley. Uh, awesome. Cool, man. Cool. And, uh, and Julia? Uh, hi, everyone. I'm, uh, I'm Julia, working in, in Cloud and C um, as a senior um software manager essentially i mean i come from a technical background myself in the past um, mainly embedded software engineering uh, by a few years i am looked after the teams um yeah that's me awesome awesome well thanks for coming back on uh, if people want to check out your individual episodes if you search the, the guests names on spotify you'll, you'll find their individual episodes from uh, a few weeks and a few months ago um, on the podcast um, but before we we get into it today just a quick shout out of course to the people that make the podcast happen um, alpha technology if you're looking to hire software developers across london the uk or remote really then go to we love alpha.com now um, and we have the engineers that you need to grow your team and, and scale your business. So um, so the reason for getting everybody um, together today is some pretty um, breaking news in, in the terms of cutting edge technologies, in terms of the metaverse. Um, our good friend, Mr. Zuck, has revealed the new Quest Pro VR headset, which a lot of people are, are saying is, is potentially one of the biggest um, tech breakthroughs in a long, long time, comparing it to, to the iPhone for, for smartphones, comparing it to um, you know Tesla for, for EVs, and obviously a lot of criticism as well. Some people think it's absolutely terrible and then the graphics are choppy and it's a work in progress. But regardless of how you look at this, um, he's unveiled a new headset. It's a Quest Pro, an online event held specifically for devs with the price tag being 1500 pounds though it's almost four times the price as the Ocu as the, uh, the quest 2 uh, which starts at 399 um, it's much better though obviously it's got thinner lenses a curved battery around the head strap at the back um, the controllers are basically like computers in themselves and, and they track um, with, with uh, cameras where, where everything's at um, and it's got much more capability from a mixed reality perspective much better graphics much better specs and obviously it looks a lot cooler as well than, than, than the old one. And um, just for comparison purposes, um, this is the old one or the, or the current one rather, um, which I was, was given um, early and I was very grateful to, to have a chance to play around with this when it first came out. Um, it's amazing, um, but the new one's 40% thinner, much better specs, much better graphics, and um, we're keen to, to delve into all of that with, with, with you two today. So um, what, what do you chaps think about about this if we start with yourself adrian what, what's your take on the new headset on on metaverse on, on vr ar and and that kind of whole world in, in in general really i mean first of all the price is shocking uh it's high right when um uh, i actually uh watched some kind of a video online about this and uh the highest spec um uh quest 2 you can buy i think that's 500 dollars, is it not so you can buy three of them for the price yes. of one right yeah. and um I think their main the, the, the metaverse I where Zuckerberg is trying to kind of take metaverse is um kind of into the office space. Um and I feel like companies now having to spend, you know, three times more than the most expensive previous version is is a lot. And I don't think that's an incentive for them to kind of spend that much money on it, right? Um 
Yeah. And, and saying that, I think this is still kind of work in progress. Um, that there are still potential issues with with the current one and then with the new one that's coming out, right? So, um, are people willing to spend that much money on something that they haven't really played around with too much? Um, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. Um, like uh, Julia mentioned that um, uh, Facebook are having some financial kind of difficulties. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, I I wish them luck, but um... it's a high price, isn't it, mate? You're, yes. you're not wrong. I think that they're targeting it at super users that want to see what's possible in VR because it, it really shows the, you know the, the current cutting edge in terms of everything that can be done. And I suppose their ethos is that the price will come down over over time, like like everything does. But it is expensive. But right now, you, you are spot on. And and um, Julia, what 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 do you make of of all of this? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the price tag is um, is very steep, and um, especially in you know this this time of crisis, um, I don't think is a tool that can be used in the office at all. Uh, honestly, a whiteboard with people around it, or even a virtual whiteboard, is sure. beat this thing. I don't know <laughs> how many times. Um, at the same time, like we have, um, I think in the in the years we re we realize that you know. Hardware is important, but also yeah. the software, like the functionalities that you give with this hardware. And I don't think they are there, right? So the, the main thing I've seen is like uh, it allows you to see what's around you with yeah. some camera or some space uh, uh, on the goggles. So you can like move around without smashing yourself in a wall or some objects. But still, like how you use it, I mean, mainly I just see myself playing with it. And also, I don't like playing with VR for various reasons. So I really think it's a desperate move for a company that somehow is is spiraling down. Um, I, I mean, personally, I don't see it compelling at all. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot see anyone using it for anything other than than, than game. Okay. Gaming is definitely the current focus, right? That that is where that they're targeting at, and then trying to enter more and more sectors. Um, I suppose if if we if we look a decade ahead from now, um, when the tech is perhaps more widely used and and people are potentially using it on a daily basis, um, where do you see? In terms of sectors, this affecting you know you you had uh, Adrian, you thought maybe you'd be using it in the office. Julie, you thought maybe it's more more gaming focused. But what 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 kind of sectors in general do you think it's going to touch upon? What what do you think, Adrian? So so I I think um, Zuckerberg is mainly kind of aiming potentially at the office, right? Because he has a lot of competition everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, for example, Microsoft, right? They have Activision, they have Minecraft, and they have a massive um you know group of users that are you know using you know like to play the games that microsoft kind of owns yeah. uh, and or even you know minecraft they create uh, various maps and and various uh, own games so that they have that um user base to kind of back them up uh so i if he's he's going to try and aim from the games uh, side mm. he's going to have a lot of competition uh against them right so um, so I think he's also trying to get, get quite a lot of that market from the kind of office based side. Uh, I've watched a few videos of Zuckerberg and he was kind of trying to say, yeah, you know, we could uh, do our own work in the future and kind of have birthday parties uh, yes. in Metaverse yeah. and, uh, and and that kind of stuff. But um, I, I will we'll see where it goes. But I think he's, if, if he approaches it from the game side, he's definitely going to have a lot of difficulty of trying to win the market there. Uh, yes. 
because what, of one in, interesting thing adrian that most people don't, don't realize i don't know if they talk about this stat enough um this model sold more um units than the xbox did last year um which for most people to hear is a bit um a bit crazy i and i think they were selling at a very low price it might have been a loss leader to get people into the hardware and then they make the money on the software afterwards that, that that's probably the reason but i wonder how much those sales are related to people uh forced at home because of lockdown and things and yes, how yeah. many people nowadays are willing to that's that's also kind of what i wanted to say uh how many people actually actively use that headset because i have number yes because i have number of friends that even though they would buy the playstation uh vr headset right they barely use it they'll play the actual playstation game on their tv you know 50 times more than they would use the the vr headset yeah um and you know consider the fact that there's not much you can do on it you're not going to spend a lot of time on it, right? I think one of the main reasons why VR is not used as much is because the games on them, uh, there's not as many and they're not as good as just on a normal TV, right? Mm. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of potential pitfalls there. Well, well, one, one of the, the, the issues is is you go into a room and there's there's five people and um, and that's not enough for it to be um, sticky for you to keep coming, keep coming back to. But um, what, what do you think, Julio, in, in, in terms of kind of the, the sectors that it can affect? And I suppose that the fact that people are just sticking around a lot of the time on it. So, yeah, I've seen a news like uh, Microsoft is investing um, team uh, to be yes. used as yeah. um, the Quest Pro. And, and again, I don't think I don't think it's something that actually will will take. Um, so Microsoft is diversifying the investments, that's fine. But in terms of, of practicality, I don't, um, I mean, as, as a manager, I see my team um, getting a lot of benefit get, coming to the office every now and then, yeah. uh, and meeting together, I cannot see this happening. Like, I, I don't see the benefit of having, okay, spending a lot of money for each employee and then having this kind of visible world is not the same. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just like weird. It's not, um, sure. it's not what people would like to see. And yeah. And even in the best cases, you know, you replicate reality. You, yes. you, don't, you don't get like, in the end. it's still not reality is it it's exactly. uh, it, it's still fake what what about if we go really immersive though because um i know adrian we, we were speaking the other day about the the tesla suits for, for, for example and if you um if you just take the headset it's it's a headset but if you also put on a suit which has haptic feedback so if you get touched on the left shoulder in vr you you, you feel it and i know we were talking adrian about if someone shot you in in vr you could you could feel that the, the intensity and I've, I've had that on a box game um i had it with gloves as well vr gloves i was wearing and i could feel the difference between picking up um a an apple and a pen there was a different weight to to it almost in in, in the game um so when you when you apply all of that and, and i don't know if you chaps have seen the the 360 degree treadmills before but um that allows you to walk in or run or crouch or jump in any direction you'll stay in the same place physically but on the um, on the headset you'll, you'll be moving around a virtual office or, or a world or game or whatever and when you apply all of that stuff a couple of years ahead from now do you think people will be using it on on a on a more regular basis you know a couple of hours a day but perhaps um, so what would you I, think, I think there's definitely uh quite a big well there's going to be customers that are going to want to do that uh after covid i started to realize that more and more people there's quite a few people which kind of lock themselves in the house and spend the entire time in their house where 
you know, um, especially people that love games, they will kind of, you know, order food uh, to their house, kind of uh, have their own entertainment in the house. And, mm. you know, barely, there was a lot of friends that I had, which didn't, well, which were complaining about not be having the ability to leave the house. But they, they had friends which just want to stay in their house and they barely left uh, their house during COVID, right? So it's all about um, uh, who prefers what, right? Um, in saying that, I'm, I'm quite kind of, quite against it because I see myself quite as an extroverted person I think my friends and having the face-to-face interaction Mm -hmm. not only with uh, everyone that reports to me but my friends and family without that uh, I mean are we not just computers in a matrix somewhere and we might as well spend our entire life in this little box uh, with uh, you know food being delivered to our house that's that's Zuckerberg's vision, isn't it? But I um I I agree with you. It's not quite uh, what I would want to do every single day or all, all, all the time. A few hours here and there, perhaps. What 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 do you think, Julio? Do you think it'll be used on a, on a um by the general public on a mass adoption? Look, I, I'm I'm fully agree with the social aspect is not ideal, but um I want to explore a bit more also the video game aspect and and yeah. challenges because I am a game developer myself in my spare time so i i, I like to uh, explore these these options like if we if we look at the virtual reality games that we have to ne- today they are mainly static games where you can walk around turn around or essentially you are doing actions on the spot like that could be um uh, punches or tennis, you know, but you don't actually need to go around. Yeah. But let's take a game like uh, Uncharted, where you are supposed to jump, run, dodge, and do crazy moves. How people do it actually expect to play those games? That's a huge technical issue. Mm-hmm. Just how implementing uh, this kind of movement set in in a virtual reality, and how I can I can see them now implemented. It's just like exactly as they you know you're playing on on a normal screen just by having you know the commands on your hands like with the kind of pads they gave you hmm. but there is no actual real change in how this game interacts with the player so it's just like a visualization change like hmm. you, you you feel to be in the uh, in the scene but actually you're just sitting on your chair on your sofa and you're just playing uncharted as you were playing with with the normal gamepad sure. so I don't think there is nowadays an understanding of how actually we can do any game um, that fully exploit the virtual reality thing. And I remember when I was a kid, and quite old now, um, when I was put on the VR for Doom, the mm-hmm. first one, okay. many, many years ago. So there were this kind of thing that you were moving around with uh, your left hand, you were shooting with your right hand, and that was it. And I don't see any difference in today's game. Like we are 30 years later and exactly the same thing, better graphic and things. But mainly what you can do is exactly the same, moving around and do some very simple actions. Yeah. So that, that would be a huge game design problem to solve. And I don't think that there is anything close to it. It, it rem- reminds me of the old uh, the old quote that we wanted uh, you know, flying cars and instead we got 140 characters. It's um, it, the, the, the tech adoption. Some areas it's killed it. Some other areas it's it's plateaued. Um, okay, what? what um, I had a similar experience, Julia, with this when I was um, just the other day. I tried to watch a full movie on on the Netflix app in in VR, um, and I'll be honest. About halfway through, I turned it off and started watching it on my TV because it was the same experience as you said. And unless I, I believe VR needs a killer app, 
like like you know the, the smartphone had had apps and that was the thing that differentiated it from the blackberry keyboard for example when, when vr has it has a killer app on it you know like maybe that replaces your smartphone or, or ar you get something a little bit simpler like like this what apple are working on um then um then maybe that that would be the gateway um drug to to for vr if that makes sense so what about um from a regulation perspective, this is a really interesting question. Um, do you think there should be any, I'd say, government regulation at all within the metaverse? Because sometimes I think probably not, um, but it's a private company. But, you know, with personal data, with, with deep fakes, with privacy concerns, then, then maybe if people are spending a lot of their time in this, should there be laws to it? Should there be rules, regulations, not just set by meta, but, but by the government? Um, it's a hard question to answer, but... Um, Adrian, have you, have you got any any thoughts at all on, on that sort of thing? So we obviously know that the internet has its dark sides, right? Yeah. Um, and I think parents uh, currently have a massive challenge of trying to keep their kids out of those dark sides, right? But when you have certain suits uh, where you can feel things and then you can just put this on, there definitely has to be some kind of regulations to ensure that certain children can't access certain areas because it, it'll, be, it'll be horrible, right? Imagine a 12-year-old kid entering some kind of a very dark uh, humor kind of zone in VR, right? Sure. Um, yeah, and so that, that could be quite interesting. There's definitely going to have to be some some kind of uh, uh, controls in there. And then especially, um, I actually think that, you know, NTFs, right? Uh, you know, like creating yeah. your own kind of art. Uh, so let's say um, avatar of you. Um, that, that could, I mean, how do you control it, right? How, you have to um, people would be able to kind of sell their own avatars uh, mm. on there if it becomes successful. Uh, but, you know, how do you control that money flow? And, and well, you know, NTFs are quite hard for, for it, right? And, you know, the whole potential tax evasions or anything relating to that, the, the, the government, if this becomes quite successful, I think that government is definitely going to have to implement some kind of laws in a lot of different areas, which they're, they might not be aware of right now in order to kind of keep the users secure, especially with the data as well, right? Yeah. What What do you think, uh, Julia? Yes, uh, regulation is a problem. And uh, in both sense, like we have more and more regulations everywhere. <laughs> um, but if it's become a, you know, a beautiful world, uh, there will be abuse, there will be, you know, in, in any kind of abuse or, uh, um, you know, like breaking laws, um, taxes, I think is, is a very good point. Uh, mm. We have you know, corporation evading taxes or uh, having this uh, offshore uh, headquarters. So everything, everything should um, uh, should be regulated as as well. But with with regulation, uh, we also come like restrictions. So again, uh, this will work against the the, the virtual world, right? Um, yes. So then, that come the question: what you can do, what you cannot do, what is uh, ethical, what is not ethical. So is is a massive burden also for for the company um, to deal with all this, um, you know, because in the end, if you, if they really manage to create a let's say a world like Matrix, then everything could happen there. Mm. And I mean, know. mental health is definitely going to be also a massive uh, problem in here, right? Uh, I mean, you could be yeah. stuck in that universe for days on end yeah. uh, and if there's nothing that stops you from being there for 24 hours a day potentially and yeah. you enter these dark kind of um places in this world that you know we can create anything that we want in there 
um, you won't even know that someone has a serious mental health problem because they're constantly in their house, locked away in a room, right? Yeah, yeah. So we need we need gonna... the balance, don't we? We can't we can't be living in in, in this world. It's uh, it's not going to be that that healthy. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of a of a great question to um kind of summarize this, and the best one that I can come up with is uh, if if you both had a a big pile of chips poker chips money whatever you want and you had to bet on on red is in five years everyone's using one of these every day for a couple of hours or AR, a combination of the two of them for work for gaming for, for life red is we're using it in five years black is it's it's a fad it, it goes away we're, we're not um it doesn't work out if you have to bet that money adrian are you, are you betting on on red or or black what, what, what do you think uh i don't think it will be uh and not, not everyone's going to be using it in five years so probably red okay so, uh, the other way black, well, you, the other way yes. okay no problem and uh and julia what, what, what do you think Oh, I guess the same. Uh, I would bet okay. on black. I don't think. Um, of course, there will be someone that use it, but yeah, yeah, not, yeah. will not be wide widespread. No. Okay, I, th I think from a VR perspective, I think there's a very, very good chance you're, you're both right. I think with AR, with with something a little bit thinner, this is more accessible. If you get a notification popping up and it says, you know, turn turn right to go to that destination with maps or a text, and and you can just just use Siri or whatever and and, and tell it to go away. I think that's a little bit more easier for people to swallow. Um, strapping on on this onto your face five hours a day, you, you both are, are probably right. It, it probably will take a while to to, to get that mass adoption going and and, and that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Well, well, thank you both for, for, for coming on. It was good to get your, your perspective in, into, into what's happening at the moment, Re regardless of how you look at the metaverse. Um, it's certainly, if not the biggest kind of tech topic that everyone's talking about at the moment, certainly more, one of the biggest. So um, yeah, it'd be good to, to get you guys back on again to do another one of these in, in the future. But but thanks very much for, for sharing your insights in, into VR, into AR, into the metaverse and into into the world of Zuck. And, um, and we'll see what happens. Let's uh, Let's find out. Thanks, Alfie, for the time. Thank uh, you. Nice Thanks, to meet Adrian. Adrian. Thanks, Adrian. Cool. Bye -bye.